Hey everybody, welcome to Traveler's Podcast episode number 18. Wow, 18. So, I am your moderator and co-host the Helmet Fire. Joining me this evening is Crazy J and Contrabang. Eric Digital was out, he is out sick this evening, and Angel Zero, it's her birthday. So if you can go out there on the Twitterverse or Instagram or Twitch or wherever, uh, go ahead and uh, wish her a happy birthday. We uh, hope she's having a blast. So uh, guys, how's it going? Going great. How's that grind going? Oh, man. Grind is real. That's the word. That's the word of the day. It grind. Real. It's it amazing. Is, it is. Uh, it's there. It's back. Yay. Hey, take, here's a toast. Our, our hobby's <laughs> back. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me open my beer app. Yeah. Beer, yeah. <laughs> I need to get a beer. That sounds like a good idea. Saint 14 Project. Beer, Thanks good. for that host. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, grind is definitely the word. We... You know, just right off the bat for the listeners out there, we don't have our normal uh, list of topics broken down uh, as a format, if you will, uh, just because there is so much. If we tried to make a list, we'd never get through it anyway. So this episode will be a little bit off the cuff, but um, we are going to have um, a we're not going to go hardcore into spoiler territory. Uh, Contra, uh, you said you haven't quite finished the campaign, correct? Yeah, that's right. I've done a lot of more concentrating on opening the story and then enjoying a little bit more of the Crucible. And um, during Destiny 2, I only was using a Hunter and a Warlock. I never really used my Titan. So I took advantage of the leveling and made the Titan level 30 and then started the whole story with that. Of course, once I started using the Titan and seeing you know the shoulder charge again and everything that it, it did... <laughs> I just went on with the Titan, and I'm sorry to say that, uh, you know, I just had to go back and stay in the Crucible a little bit. Well, now it's kind of, I'm glad you're on a Titan main now, because now our podcast is truly diversified. We have, uh, well, Jay and Angel are Hunter mains. I'm a Warlock main. All day. Now, Eric, is Eric a Warlock main? I, I never can remember. I don't know. I think Eric is, like, using all three. I don't think he's, like, a main anywhere. Yeah, oh, no. I don't remember what he. We'll have to. We'll have to interrogate him. We're gonna have to interrogate Eric when he <laughs> starts feeling better, and uh, make sure he chooses correctly. Otherwise, his sickness might be a little. You know, he might. It might <laughs> prolonged. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might end up staying sick or something, depending on what he chooses. So, no, by the by the way, you move, man. Nice place you got back there, man. Looks nice. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming together. Um, I'm not alone. Me and my girlfriend, you know, we're making it happen. So uh, that it's it's her decorating, not mine. I'm, I told her. I said as long as that's, I that's... Hey, as long I told her, <laughs> said, as long as I get the man cave stuff, I'm cool. Do whatever you want, you know. So so far, so, so far that logic is serving me well. So we'll we'll see how smart that goes. guy, smart guy. I always say, yeah. I always say yes, yes, yeah. Yes. My grandpa taught me. Just, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, baby. Yes, dear. yes, baby. Yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, um, yeah. So, geez, where, where, where do we even start? Obviously, the story, contrary, you're going to find out towards the end uh, how amazing it gets. Like they're doing a really great job with that part of it which is always nice because destiny is a multifaceted game right there's there's loot to grind for there's you know competitive multiplayer now we have gambit uh which is a whole topic mm. in and of itself you know so story is one only but one piece but it's nice when that piece of that whole package is just something 
really good. And, you know, when you're killing off Cade and doing things like that, and then you give us a chance to uh, get, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Vengeance for him. Vengeance. Payback. mm, Yeah, go ahead. ahead. Uh, (laughs) Spoiler. I I like the way it ended. Yes, I like the way it was just, it was just, not the way it ended, but the whole tale of is this really vengeance or doing the right thing? Right, like, yeah. Ghost, like that, I came up a few times. It's like, oh, yeah, you're doing the right thing, but are we really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an argument of like, are we are we doing it for, you know, just to kill the dude and get vengeance? Or are we doing it to for justice? You know, so uh, they do mm-hmm. they do play on that pretty – they play on the conscience, which is pretty I, interesting. I, I, I did it for vengeance out here. I yeah. did my <laughs> Yeah. We're all like, screw that. I'm, I want blood. <laughs> yes. I want, uh, yeah, actually, you know, it's interesting. Um, the actor that uh, did the voice and mocap, the motion capture for Aldrin is uh, Brandon O'Neill, and he was actually just a guest on uh, Destiny Community Podcast, which if you haven't taught, if you haven't checked that out, shout out to them. Obviously, like, we're big fans of the show, too, and, uh, uh, Brandon O'Neill was really fun to listen to on that show, and uh, I got to give that guy props. He did an amazing job bringing to life this villain that we've known for so long, but bringing him to life in such a way that's like, man, you just feel it. You just want to just, just, oh. but you know, and it's all it's all in good fun too, of course. But um, it, it <clears throat> he, he did was, an amazing job, man. Yeah, it was incredibly a great performance. Talented. Not only not only like it made us feel like angry, but it also made us made me feel like. I felt kind of bad a little bit, like just a little bit. And then I remember Cage, so I got really pissed off by him again. But yeah, we feel bad just a little bit. Yeah. But, um, so I never really liked him. I always thought that you know, from the beginning I, on Destiny I, One, he was sort of like like a prick. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would rather have killed you than let you uh, go talk to the sister, so you you could do the what was it, the Black Heart mission? Yeah, the Black uh, yeah the Black Heart. Black yeah. Black Heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, they made us go get a uh, what is it? Uh, a vex gate I have lord. A gate lord I have the gate lord or something. Yeah. yeah, he's like, bring me the yeah. vex gate lord. Bring head. me the head. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just just for sport, just to. But what I find interesting to Contra's point is, you know, you you just he just made you feel like he's such a prick and you hated the guy, and it's like that's a true testament to an actor's ability, right? Is like if they can make you feel something, no matter what that feeling is, like. They did it right. They did their job, and and arguably this guy definitely goes above and beyond. Like, and uh, Forsaken really gave him the chance to, you know, fulfill that role and really dig into it. You know, there's a lot more context in the writing, of course. And oh, I, yeah. just, I thought it was I thought it was really cool. Um, I, not not only him, but like it just he had a big part of the campaign. <clears throat> but uh, just like like I said last, I think last time we spoke before. Uh, Forsaken came out, it gives other characters a chance to shine. Like K dying gives other characters a chance to shine, gives character development, and just seeing the the contrast the contrast between like Ikora and Zavala oh, and how they handle <laughs> how they how they handle the situation where and then like there, there's an obvious rift now between them. You can uh, yeah, tell. like social media blew up about that too. They're like, "What Zavala? You're being a bitch, dude! Like you gotta <laughs> yeah. go!" Like and and you know, Ikora straight up called him out. It's cowardice. And Ikora was like, "I'm gonna, we're gonna Say it. mount the head of that son of a bitch." And you're just yep. like, "Dude, yeah, let's, let's go, let's, let's go." And, and, and Zavala's like, "No, we can't do that." And you're like, "What?" She turns around. She's like, 
what did you just say? What? Like, like, <laughs> like she was like, what? Like, she, like Zavala was about to get smacked, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disrespect the kid. She wasn't playing, what? dude. One of the things that I like that they introduced, uh, we, we've seen Dead Guardians before, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem right. here was that you knew Cade and, and you know, as a player, you developed some sort of uh, emotional attachment to him. The way he speaks, the way he jokes, you know, he became the protagonist of you know, Destiny 2 in some people's opinions the because he has so many things man. to say. Exactly. And so now he's dead. And he's dead because of a weapon from an enemy which you had come to believe were, you know, never going to kill you. And now he dies. So how does that affect the psyche of the Guardian? Because you're no longer immortal, and here's the proof. Well, they just they just hold... Well, it's always been in the lore. Like, you know, anytime we ran into dead Guardians, it was always as a result of their ghost dying. Every time. Um, so mm-hmm. as far as the lore goes, like, that's always been a known thing about Guardians. But I agree with you. They are very cavalier with, you know, their antics and their missions. And, you know, they just don't think about it. And very much like Cade, you know, he's just like, hey, you want to help me out, buddy? And not thinking about it. And <laughs> see you go. So, crap. <laughs> well, well, you got to remember, the what was, the guy, what was that rifle? Piranha, whatever? That, that, Pari- pariah or yeah, something. Pariah. Rifleman, yeah. That... That's he. He specializes in killing. Go- he, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Spider like said, "Yeah, he says yeah, like he's Sp- good at sniping guardians, ghosts." Yeah, Spider said uh, something about like he was this. This way, this he's known for this. He's known for killing guardians. So yeah. it's not easy to kill guardians. And we've always known that guardians are hard to kill. Mm-hmm. It's just that that moment we said that ghost die. That's when we're like, "Holy yeah. shit, this has got bad." Like, kind of makes you wish there was a high stakes raid where if your guardian dies and the ghost dies. You lose your character. Uh, yeah, I pass. No. Uh, permadeath mode. You know, I, like, people tried that in D1 for a little while. Like, King yeah, Gathian, Iron Man. uh championed that, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, there was a bunch of people running permadeath uh, characters. And there were some people that got to, like, max light, dude, before it happened. Like, I remember watching Tefty Teft. And he, he, he was, like, almost max light. And then something happened. He's just fell off a ledge or something and like all that work went away screw that dude i can't do that nope too, too many bugs not bug but too many weird shit happening well, like if you, you hit geometry randomly. wrong like if you hit yeah, you two ledges at the same time of different angles like the game will kill you it's real yeah. it's a real weird thing yeah but anyway so we're getting a little off topic but not <laughs> what topics do we have well i don't know uh <laughs> let's talk about let's, let's talk about um okay so campaign we don't want to get too crazy off into spoilers. We're going to let Contra finish that. Uh, we we are do, working on raid prep for Friday. I, Go ahead, James. You know, I did one thing. Is I like I like that we have like they have the clear beginning, right? We have the middle, like mid game, which we're at now. We have we're mid middle the middle of the, the story. It's like introduction. The whole story arc is awesome. We have like the introduction. We have the the big battle with you know whatever. On the campaign, not spoilery, mm-hmm. and now we have a kind of like the the, the lead up ready. to the raid, the lead, yeah. the lead, the lead up to the the big climatic battle at the end of the of, right. of the story arc. It's great because right now we're just in the middle of it right now. I can it's, say, it's awesome. I mean, it, so for you, Contra, like it's, it, I wouldn't think it's spoiler to say this. Like <clears throat> this, this expansion's following a similar, um, uh, you know, structure as the Taken King. You know, you you beat the campaign, but the raid was an extension of the campaign in its own way. And I think we're going to be seeing something very similar with uh, this storyline and this raid. So 
once you figure out the end of the story, you'll see what that means for leading up to the raid. Um, All right, so I have some, a few questions. What was what's your favorite part of the game so far? Jay, you can go first on that. <clears throat> favorite part? Damn, damn it, dude. Come on. Uh, favorite part <laughs> of the game. Questions. Favorite part. Pick one. Pick Shoot. One. Can I pick one? If I pick one, I would say I can't pick one, dude. I can't pick one. Uh, Gambit's amazing. I love Gambit. Uh, and I love uh, the the grind, like just getting different weapons. Grind. Yeah, like in the Ace of Spades, those are awesome quests. Okay, so I'm uh, going to divide it, divide it for you. Uh, crucible sign. Let's take. Let's stay with the story. Uh, but Gambit's not Crucible, short. is it though? <laughs> gotcha. Well, okay. It's a whole different thing. Okay. No, no, but I know it what is, you mean. It is, it is not pertaining to the story. That doesn't affect really the story. Let's talk about the gaming world itself. You know, what, what is it? The new open areas, you know, the, 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 the tangled shore, the, the amount of asteroids that you have to go through, the secret path and, and chests, you know, finding stuff there. What do you think so far about that? The <clears throat> Dreaming City is amazing. Yeah, you're not in the Dreaming City yet, are you, Contra? <clears throat> he is not. Have you been staying away from pictures and media and stuff? Uh, kind of remotely. Enough to talk about them, but not to spoil myself. I'll say this, okay. dude. When you get to the Dreaming City, it, it it's it, it's like it reminds you of a Lord of the Rings elven kingdom. Like it's <sighs> it, does, it is it's the so most beautiful. gorgeous. It is by far the most gorgeous game space Bungie has probably ever created. That's an opinion, but I'm sticking by that. And then, and some way, somewhere through it, you get the flip side of a holy shit, it's a fucking nightmare area. And then you go back to Dreaming. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It, yeah, the Ascendant Realm part of that and how they integrate it. And, That's just and fucking the, creepy. The cool thing is they integrate it in different facets. I mean, if you do the heroic version of a public event, you'll experience that. There's secret chests that you'll experience that. I know in the raid they're going to do that. So they oh, use yeah. this Ascendant Realm ideal in multiple areas of the game that you play, different activities. And I think it's a very genius design. I, I, and it, like, it, it's weird. It's, <laughs> the Dreaming City for me is probably my favorite part of the game just because of not only visually artistically but also how it how it forces you to play the game i mean it's almost like hey i've been asking for this thing for like two years and they gave me like you know this thing way up here and i i'm still trying to soak it in it's so good (laughs) you know there's so many aspects about it that it seems like every angle you go to play you're like damn that's awesome holy shit that's awesome too like there's so much awesome. I, I don't like. I don't Dude. know what to do. And then, oh my god, it's it's so amazing. And on top of that, there's still secrets we don't know about. There's still yeah. secret areas we don't know there's about. There's still more coming. And then also, remember, Bungie said. I mean, I'm holding to this. They said that the Dreaming City is going to change every week depending on what Guardians do. So I can't wait to see that. I do. Yeah, know. Re- reminds me okay. of my uh, of my next uh, observation. Because when they introduced it, they said it was going to be evolving as time yep. goes on. Yeah, uh, and we're in in an era of games that I'm not going to m- mention other games, but there's at least three or four other games that have the concept of living worlds, and uh, there are no story. The story is th- is told through the environment, so environmental mm-hmm. changes. Uh, mm-hmm. The the idea of introducing what the player does 
reminds you of a of an old uh, other game that uh, it was what was it? It was a it was accompanied by a TV show on the Sci Fi Channel. Um, Defiance. Defiance. I yes, and whatever that. happened. And whatever happened in the game world, they said it was going to happen to the TV show. And vice versa. And vice versa. It did, too. Uh, so, yeah. And so we've been in an era of, of changing, you know, living worlds for a while. Uh, and I'm glad to see this come to Destiny because now we have a little bit of more of that uh, evolving content, especially with the yearly year pass that was announced to support the, the upcoming changes. Mm-hmm. I will say that this isn't technically the first time they've done it but i've got a a piece on that so Mm -hmm. the first time they ever actually did this was in rise of iron they changed the cosmodrome to uh, that area like the plague lands or the rocket yard and set and such they actually changed it to where it had way more of a winter snowy uh environment uh it was a play space from original destiny um and uh but the story they did tell the story like why but they didn't it didn't really have a an effect on things other than a visual effect right it it just all it signified was time has moved there has been a advance in time right whereas what the dreaming city is doing is way more involved in the story and i think when we see the raid play out and how the space changes after that based on what they're saying it, there's going to be more of a, uh, a consequence to that. There's going to be more. Uh, it's going to make more sense. You know, there's going to be more than just oh well, time moved forward uh, a year and all right, we're done. No, it's going to be you know this is why holy shit this is happening. You know, it, it's it's definitely more involved, uh, which is great. And you're right, Contra. There's definitely other games that have done similar stuff before. But to see it come in a bungee game to this caliber is is uh, I, we've all been wanting, we've been waiting for this kind of stuff, you know. One and of the things I've been waiting for is finally to see the inside of the prison. When you do, that was amazing. Have you, have you played that new strike yet? No, not yet. But I've seen the inside of the prison at least, and to to me that was I was always wondering, Destiny One and Prison of Elders, where all the enemies hosted, where where yeah. did they come from? Dude, play, give your uh, the next chance you get. I don't know where you're at in the story or what light level you are, but um, play. Uh, it's called Warden of Nothing. I won't tell you about it. I won't spoil it. But play that strike, and you'll have all your dreams come true with that question. <laughs> See, I learned I learned something in that, that I still do with Destiny, and this is partly why I'm more uh, less into the story and more into the Crucible. Is because if I've always exceeded the light level requirements by going to the Crucible, and then everything is easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can, especially with Crucible and uh, Gambit and. Uh, you know, there's so much they're doing now with Crucible to give you a reason to play. I mean, if you want a really pinnacle reward in casual or competitive, you they're there to chase. Um, and it's a good grind. It's a long grind, uh, but it rewards you promptly. If you go through the grind and you get said rewards, they are handsome. They really are. Uh, Gambit is very similar. You know, they, there's an awesome uh, ranking system for that too. It's all based on time, not uh, Gambit's. There's no competitive rank in Gambit. It's all based on I'm the, still time, here. the time investment. 
<clears throat> and uh, you know, there's an exotic tie to it. There's a full armor set and weapons, and they are good. You know, the weapon system and the sandbox now are freaking amazing. Almost everything is viable. I mean, really. Uh, that's a whole side note from the new super. Is that's a whole other top, you know. So what's the the hard light level? Six hundred. I'm the, hearing the max. The max light level is six hundred. Uh, the soft cap is five hundred. You will be five hundred at the end of the campaign. Don't worry. Like just equip all the blues <laughs> that you get, and you'll get to fi- you'll be at five hundred by the end of it. Now, I've had a couple of five hundred drops. So just say I need to be level forty three to equip them. Which that's uh, the yeah, 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 and you'll get to you'll get to level fifty towards the end of it too or you know you'll be able to get there just i would recommend getting um those fire team medallions and then if you have the cosmos ghost shell or any ghost shell exotic one that has a xp boost that helps too so one of my questions was answered while in the beginning of the game and i met the spider yeah so I was worried that I was going to have to grind all these extra materials going to planets and picking them up. But then someone told me on stream, no, meet the spider. Keep on doing the missions. So I quit the crucible, went on to the mission, met the spider, and all my questions were answered. Yep. No, that's a really nice system. And I do like that he rotates like what costs what on what seems to be a daily basis, maybe even six, 12 hours. I'm not sure yet. But, like, <laughs> you know, some days legendary shards cost glimmer. Sometimes they cost that new planetary material from the Tangle Tour. You know, it just, it all changes and fluctuates. And then some, so there's one slot that is always missing. Like, whether it's phase glass or, you know, simulation mm-hmm. seeds, there's always one that's he's not selling at all. So you got to look at that, too. But uh, infusing, this is really great for infusement, right? The one thing that sucks is infusing cost masterwork cores, and I think, I think Bungie might take that out because the community is like really upset about it, and they, they've already mentioned on social media that they've noticed that nobody likes it. So, wouldn't be surprised if that goes away. But Bungie just starts to needs to just start t- telling a story and forget a lot about what the community is saying. Well, they. I mean, but the the <laughs> listening to what the community is saying is how we got to where we are. Like it, 100%. It, it's part yeah. of the battle, I understand. But sometimes, in my opinion, the wrong people have, you know, taken up the challenge of get, voicing their opinions and affecting the game for the rest of us, which is one of the reasons why we started this podcast, is to actually, you know, go say what we believe if everybody is doing the same. Um, yeah, I mean, we we had like the vast majority saying the same thing, like this masterwork thing. At, then the, mm. it's something to take notice. The whole masterwork infusion system is just there's there's two fixes. You either get rid of masterwork cores as a cost, or you increase the places they drop and the frequency mm-hmm. that they drop. And one yeah. of one of those two things has to happen because right now masterwork cores are so hard to come by. And they cost like 10 legendary shards just to buy one from the spider. And and you know what? Today I found out that that amount changes too. Because the last yep, Masterwork it, Core I tried to buy from him, it cost me 40 legendary shards. It doubles every time you buy it. So yeah. first one costs 10, um, second one costs 20, then 40, then 80. That's then, what I'm yeah, saying. So, so, on they're, so forth. they're like is, impossible is that to one come cost by. me 80. Uh, yeah, they, they, yeah, it multiplies like the cost, which is 
Spider, I'm going to choke you out for your insane brutal, man. rip-off prices. <laughs> come, to, come to show how starry-eyed I am playing this game that I'm not even notices, noticing how it's, many yards I'm, like he's, I'm using. It's like he's uh, Jabba the Hutt or something, you know? Like, Take you don't want to really... You, you never really want to make a deal with him because it's going to come back and bite you in the end, it seems like. I mean, he is called the spider. You know, I don't know. Whatever. Contra's over here just like, take all my shards. Take them. I don't well, care. Take them. I don't care. You know, a lot of people walked into this expansion with, like, the max amount you can hold or, you know, a thousand or however many it is. And uh, I like two dozen shards. Yeah, it's, I mean, not me. I, I definitely did not. <laughs> But, I, uh, I had all the money I needed, and all the money I needed. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> the more you start playing, and the more stuff you start getting, and start infusing, you do. You watch. You watch that wallet go down, down, down. You, it's gonna for sure, <laughs> for sure. But um, Gambit, I mean, guys, Gambit, just I haven't. Oh, man. That's not. That's what I've been doing the least. To well, second to crucible like the least amount of content i've played is crucible and then gambit and then everything else i've been playing the most because i'm grinding out three characters trying to and i'm trying to get raid ready uh for friday but gambit is uh you know what what do y'all think so far with the new maps and stuff and all that when you go first you want to go first control take it away sir lots of fun um great opportunity for uh, like potential esports maybe in the future. I know Death Alley is doing a like a gamut league thing just for funsies, which I want to enter. Hopefully, I can you know we get a good solid team together. I hope uh, um, they're gonna have to do the sweaty method of connection. Yeah, they you know, are. Yeah, because he said that. Yeah, because they don't have them in private matches yet. They're working on it, but yeah. But also, I think watch he said, it. that'll be fun. He said they're gonna do like. Everyone hop, okay, it's gonna be PC. Everyone gonna hop in the EU servers and then match up that way, like the old, you know, searching matching, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, um, it's just great, man. Yeah, you, you have a lot of opportunities to make plays, a lot of opportunities to get played. <laughs> I gotta tell you, um, man, as someone with a like, I my Crucible KD is usually about point nine. If I'm really playing one point I'm I'm average, you know. But in Gambit, I might as well have a five bro. Like. I go in, I go in, because they're so busy, like, there's so many things you gotta pay attention to. Crap, there's enemies, they sent a blocker over, I gotta take him out, I'm also holding moats, so I don't wanna die, and then, you know, you go invade while everyone, there's there's just way more going on than a normal PvP Mm -hmm. match, right? So I go in there, and I can actually get kills as an average player, because of uh, that's what I believe the reason is right and and it's bro it's so fun to go in there and I'm like I'm going and invading this that and you can see how many moats the other people have on them right there's a little number above your head and I I seen a guy yesterday he had like 11 moats and I had the whisper of the worm and headshot blah blah he just explodes in the shower of moats I'm like yes it's so awesome man and you see the prime evil you know it heals him up (laughs) and That's like the worst sound ever, by the way. Like, it is. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I also like better than Shaq. Shaq is always excited. He he's about to get a heart attack. But this guy, he's like, <laughs> oh, the the executioner has come to town. He's like, 
you know, he's teasing a, you, and, you know, at the same time, he's, he's congratulating you. Yeah. He's interesting. There's Dude, a whole no, other backstory what, behind the drifter, him. The drifter freaking does go off if you get a four-piece when you invade. Oh, yeah. You get a four-piece, he's like, whoa, I'm sorry. Was I saying something? You were too busy <laughs> killing guardians or something like that, you know? He, he does, dude. You get a, a four-piece. <laughs> he is a little nuts, man. He's, he's an interesting character kill himself. You. Kill them back. Yeah, I mean, Shax is, Shax is great. We're never taking Shax away, right? Shax. But, like, no, you know, it, but the but... Drifter is good. But, Jay, you were talking about the lore about him, right? Oh, man, he's an interesting character. Um, so there's lore in the game right now that talks about his ship, like, more about him. And, you know, ha- like, because his ship is actually this little thing, but it's carting around this big ball thing, right? And in the lore, I mean, spoiler alert, but it, you can look at this lore right now in the game. Um, but, like, the motes that we pick up are not motes of light. They're motes of dark is what they're mm-hmm. called. He can actually – there's a text – as part of the lore, he, he, like, is talking to somebody, and he opens a secret panel on one of the banks and pulls out a mote of dark, and he can actually control the prime evils with this, with this stuff. And it's valuable to him. That's why he tells us, you know, bank me those moats and I'll make you rich, brother. I swear, you know, or something like that. It's because he he uses them. And what's in his ball ship is apparently he has found a way to create his own pocket ascendant dimension or something. So he has his taken army from inside of this ball. That's that's what it is, basically. Y'all can read the lore. It tells you. It tells you more I, about it in detail, I, but yeah, I didn't read that part of it. I just know like his like his whole backstory is interesting. Like he was, I forgot if you read Kay's backstory, he mentions some like some ice planet where it was like a big yeah. monster or whatever or darkness. I think, I yeah. Like well, that. Drifter was there as well. And he experienced it with like other guardians, and that thing drove everyone. Whatever he whatever he saw, everyone crazy to the point where all, all the guardians killed each other. And he's he's last one that survived. Yeah. Also, there's, there's another path that led him to like Dredging Yor and the Shadows of Yor and. Now, like Shin Malfour's after the, you know, after him and the other, it's it's just very interesting, deep lore backstory. You make, you make him sound like a pusher. So, so <laughs> the best way, the video I watched was from Mylan Games, and it and it's his Drifter lore video. That's where I got this from. He he I is he is way better at explaining that crap than I am. Please go check it out. It's a it's a lot of fun because the Drifter, and we're gonna get a DLC about him uh, in the annual pass. Not uh, it'll be springtime. Uh, spring 2019 is when we'll get that one so that's gonna be a lot of fun um but yeah gambit man i mean just going in there and invading i really like that i also like uh uh public service announcement there is a secret emblem you can get you gotta get a squad and all four of you have to deposit 15 motes at the same time and you'll get this emblem and it's a really cool emblem by the way so definitely go try to get that done if you can um Jeez, you gross. heard it here, folks. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, new supers. Let's talk about new supers. Like, uh, I've I've managed to unlock two supers for each of my three classes, so I'm only missing one on each. Jay, what a uh, or contra? Like, what what super? You got the Titan, right? Which well, super did you go I, with? I've been killed by the rotating hammers. Okay. And I've also been killed by the uh, the Goku lightning. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I man. saw this. I saw this uh, warlock flying towards me, and I'm thinking this guy's dead. And I'm aiming, taking my time, pulling the trigger, and then all I hear is and just and I'm, and I'm dead. 
And I'm like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Yeah. And like a judo class in real life, I learned by dying. Yeah. (laughs) Although in in judo class in real life, I I learned by getting thrown. Oh, that's how that throws work. So you went for the new hammers to start off with? No, no. I'm still doing the striker titan. Oh, I mean, but did you get a new super? No, no, no. Not yet. Okay. Do you know what it is? Which one? Do you like what what new super are you gonna go for first? Like when you okay, so when you're playing the the story, it's gonna it you, you must not have played very much, but the story will get to a point where you'll have enough of a consumable or whatever to go and do a mission on IO to get one of your new supers. Um the seed of light is the consumable that will drop at the end of that mission. And you can upgrade whichever of the three elements you want for your new super. So you haven't done that yet? Nope, not yet. Okay. All right. Well, check your progress because it's a lot of fun. For yeah. Titans, man, I, I don't know. I would recommend going with Thunder Crash, but that's just me. You know, so I I I made a Warlock. The two supers I unlocked were the Goku, you know, the Chaos Reach and the... Uh, and the dawn, the well of radiance, because for the raid, like I'm really thinking that's going to come in handy for the raid, you know, support class. The healing grenades are cool. You throw them out, and it's called divine protection. Even though I throw it at a teammate, I can still go pick it up too. Or if I just want to be selfish, I just throw it at my feet and then give myself an overshield, right? But uh, that's a cool mechanic, and then the well of radiance itself actually is really strong. Uh, you get healing and damage. True support class. Yeah, it really is. Um, and then on my hunter, I got uh, war, whirlwind blade and uh, the fire knives. Fire knives, dude, highest single target DPS super in the game, hands down. Fire knives is ridiculous. Just ridiculous, no spots, dude. Uh, I, my friend tell me uh, get two of those and then melting point for gambit and you're sat dude yeah you, yeah you can really melt gambit bosses like fast dude whether it's tractor cannon or melting point you pop that two fire knives or more they're done they're done dude done done i mean <laughs> good luck <laughs> and that's gonna be interesting with uh Gathalian's tournament that he's gonna hold because you know those are gonna be stacked teams running the mm-hmm. most optimized min max builds there is in the game I'm just really curious to see how that ends up. That's going to be a lot of fun. And that's kind of been my focus, at least on the uh, on the time for playing and not delving into the storyline. The Crucible is more apt for casual players like like me who would just sit down and do a couple of matches. And one of the things I like is, is the new Amy mechanic. It took me a while to get used to it, and I had to reconfigure the sensitivity of my controller, but at least the aiming feels a lot more like natural like it did on destiny one for some yeah reason. well the in-air accuracy got a huge buff um all around and then with the new mod system you can expand upon that as you discover them which they're gonna they up the drop rate of the mods they either did just now today earlier with some patch or they're about to because uh, people are you know wanting those to get more mods but yeah the you could just jump up now in the air with a hand cannon and hit fire oh, yeah. and hit your targets, which is before Forsaken, you couldn't do that. By the way, on PC, I'm not sure if they fix it yet or they're going to. Uh, there's a recoil glitch for hand cannons and some other weapons where 
if you just like pick a wall and shoot at it and you can see the recoil pattern is way off. It's just like way up there. Hit escape twice on your keyboard and shoot again and it'll be better. it'll be a lot better. It's weird. Uh, but check. yeah. I do, but you know what I do like? What I do like is shotgun. I was never <laughs> a big shotgun main on Destiny One, but I found myself in the crucible laughing my ass off. Just going left and right. Oh, boop! Just, there goes another just one. Working fools, right? <laughs> Conscious yep. turned into the aping titan, dude. <laughs> aping, aping shock. You know what you know for that? They converted him. <laughs> and, and I'm and it's I'm okay. thinking, why was I always afraid of using a shotgun? This is great. This is glorious. <laughs> this is glorious. You know, you know what I got? You know what I got for that? I got a bow and arrow and a hand cannon. Yo, <laughs> stay away from me. Oh, man. Yo. boy and arrow. Okay, let's I, talk about that boy and arrow. Yeah, I did the Ace of Spades quest because you know I was like that was focus number one for me for exotic. Like I wanted Ace, right? Like 4K, mm-hmm. blah blah. But my first true and still only exotic drop in the game so far was yesterday. I was actually helping my buddy through the campaign, and just I killed an enemy, and it just gave it to me. It was Trinity Ghoul, the new exotic bow with the arc uh, ability on it, and dude, that thing is legit. That thing's amazing, right? Wait, let me tell you something. For AOE damage on like in PVE, it is insane. Like you, you, so you have to get a precision kill, and then it charges. The buff is called Lightning Rod. So the next arrow you shoot is electrically charged. Well, Trinity Ghoul already shoots three arrows anyway, right? But you could literally aim this thing. You don't even have to hit an enemy. You could shoot it at the ground in front of it. And, dude, it shoots off lightning. looks like a storm collar's tickle fingers. I mean, it is really strong, like really strong. And if you lob the arrow, like if you don't pull tension all the way, if you just lob it, the arrow spread out further, and that AOE goes even farther. Like it's it is ridiculous. PvP, I tried it out today, and I went into quick play, and I wanted to try it out. And I, sure enough, I got a couple headshots, and then this dude was behind the wall next to the heavy. I shot the wall next to it and went and killed him. I was oh, like, man. yes, dude. Now, that was amazing. Now, the lightning effect won't one-shot a guardian, so they have to have a little bit of health. But if they're hurt even a little bit, the lightning will take care of the rest. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it's fun in PvP, but it's definitely higher skill. Oh yeah, there's Thunder Crash. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that's the one you want, man. That's so much fun. And I was watching uh, Thunder Crash in uh, the Blind Well, and uh, just watching that from a distance, I can't believe the visual effects on Thunder Crash. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't like, seen anyone use it yet. No, you need to. Well, if you get a chance, definitely check that out because. I mean, like, you see the Guardian, and he's right here. Dude, the explosions come off of him. Like, like it's huge. It looks like a nuclear bomb goes off. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. The back, blind, back, the blind well is a lot of fun. Yeah. Back back to Supers real quick. Uh, I unlocked the first one was the Spectral Blades. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? Tell me why. No. Oh, I want to hear this. No. This is the no. first critique. I want to hear it. Oh my god, it's so bad. Okay, so I, I was looking forward to the super. This is like super. I really wanted. And I was like, yes, yeah, so much fun. It's like Blade Dancer, but better. And it's not. It's not. It's not better than Blade Dancer. It's worse than Blade Dancer. It just doesn't. What is it? The no, hit registration or the damage? Hit registration, uh, lack of range. It gets super close to somebody. You don't. There's no health on. There's, there's no region of health after you kill somebody. There's no. 
there's no like mobility. It's like you know how Arkstar has to dodge and you can like kind of dodge your way over there. Yeah. Or Arkstar had like I mean, or Blade Dancer had like the you can you kind of like, kind of jump and swipe across the map. Right. You can't do that with this. You can't yeah. do that. You you have to pop it really close to somebody, and yet and even if you hit him, you might not register. It's just you're at a, at a disadvantage in, any, at, in every in every aspect of the game. You're just you have no mobility, you have no range, wow. you have no health, you know health regeneration, unless you know you're, you have high recovery. You're you're at disadvantage. You can't. You can't. It's not, it was a cool concept, but it's just it doesn't work, man. So it's not so working. So it needs a damage buff and a hit registration adjustment. They need they need, a, they need a few things. One either one or two of the things I just mentioned will make it a lot better. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to give us everything. Just give us maybe one or two of the things, and it'll be a lot of so much better. Give us health regen, or and give us some ability dodge or whatever. What about give the, us something? What about the whole like going invisible and seeing through walls bit and stuff like that? That's cool. That's cool. I mean, in Gambit, it's great. Because um, it's like great. It's it's cool in Gambit because you know they, they, everyone's focused on taking the enemies. They may not see you, but at the same time, it's just you know, in Gambit you know where they are, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you have the the marker. You can see where they are. And Crucible, it's kind of like Blade Dancer in D one where you're invisible. You can still see you're invisible. You know. Um, but regardless, you have to be super close to somebody. You have to be really really close to somebody for it to work. Hmm. And if you if if you play a competent player or a competent team, they know Spectre Blades pop. Okay, me back back up a little bit. Kind of like kind of like the handle Archer had been you know year one before the buff was this backpedal and shoot or just run away because you can't he, he can't catch up to you. Because again, there's no you can't close the guy fast enough to kill somebody. I'll be right back, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What do we do now? Oh, we can take a break, uh, and he can just, uh, you know, on the recording, it, you know, this shall disappear from the recording. Uh, but you guys on the chat, tell us what you know. Tell us what you think. Dude. Yeah, fish a campaign, man. It's amazing. Yeah, like I said, for me, I'll get two hours to sit down, and it's either do I do two hours running around, or do I go to the Crucible? And that's been True. the focus for me. Yeah, kind of like you don't got much time. I do like what I'm seeing. I do have, you know, I even have it open right now just to, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to be, you know, flying out there to the galaxy. Uh, Same as me, man. It's, it's, it's addicting, man. It, it, they brought it back. They brought Harvey back. It's great. It's addicting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I find myself, you know, if I'm not playing, I'm thinking, what do I got to do next to get powerful gear? Or, hmm, what, how, how, can, you, how can I kill the primary wheel faster in Gambit? <laughs> See, to me, one of the things that attracted me from De- to Destiny 1, to the original Destiny, a- apart from seeing what you know people were doing online and videos of it, which I really liked, it was the idea that it was an open world. And I remember when I got it, I spent a Sunday evening just going around Earth and going from one you know area and exploring one river and getting into a cage. And, and I was aimlessly wandering different places. And with the, the Destiny 2 maps and the way that they were built, it didn't feel quite as open. It was all yeah. roads yeah. and caves. And, and even as I'm playing, you know, some of this later expansions and you have to go, for example, to, to enter one of the areas uh, in different maps. And again, it's caves and more caves and, and the same structure from fallen, <laughs> uh, you know, fallen technology. It felt sort of repetitive. 
And that's one of the things that as I'm approaching for Sankin seems quite different. You yes. are, you're traveling around and the environment changes. It, it just attracts you more than, you know, seeing the same thing all over again, just in different pattern. Yeah, for real. I mean, like if the Tangle Shore itself, you, which you're on right now, it's just, you have area where it's hive is very hive. Like you have air fallen. It's very fallen. You have area for the cabal. You can, you can tell the, the differences. And also, like the, the lost sectors have gotten so much better. Like for example, the lost sector somewhere in Tangle Shores, that's very fun. I don't, I don't, I don't spoil it for you, but once you discover it, you're like, hey, this is cool. It, it's amazing. It, it's just a different. It's different. It's it's a fun little Easter egg too. Destiny oh yeah, one. yeah. Lost sectors yeah. have definitely gotten an upgrade. I can say that. Um, oh yeah. But and they, I can say also that lost sectors do follow the theme of when destiny 2 came out you know that anytime you went into a lost sector you knew you were in a lost sector because artistically it just was they're very pretty spaces that they spent more time on visually than the rest of the like if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. there, there was always something visually special about uh lost sectors and they've continued that theme and expanded upon it with uh forsaken definitely for sure, mm-hmm. lost sectors are amazing now, and the, the Dreaming City is another thing where it's just like once you get there, you have that same type of feeling you had in Destiny One, where you travel, and you're gonna see, you know, different areas look, look different, they feel different. I'm um, only just now getting to where I know where everything is. I'm not. It, it, I'm still lost. I'm like I'm I'm like 98 percent proficient on where everything is, but I it took me. Oh, at least four days, at least three or four days now. I've been, you know, because I unlocked it on my main, but then I literally, for three days in a row, I did the campaign on one, unlocked Dreaming City, immediately stopped. Second character, all day. Campaign, unlocked Dreaming City. So I did that each day until I had finished the first mission in the Dreaming City, and I didn't continue from that point until all three were at that point. So, um, it, like I said, it's only been in the last few days that I've done all the exploring and different things and, and, uh, and it's not all explored yet because they haven't unlocked everything. They're still changing stuff. So there's still even more to discover, which is just great, you know, and, uh, Contra definitely don't look at any pictures or videos, uh, try to go in as spoiler free as you can. Yeah, dude. It's, no, it's worth I, it. I will maintain, you know, the spoiler free. And I'm just saying it's worth it. I, like it's actually worth it to do that because when you finally get there, it is going to blow your mind. <laughs> it is. It's it's so amazing. It, I mean, I, I want to overhype it, and then you get there like this is it. But it's definitely one of the best locations. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. It's definitely one of the best locations in Destiny ever. Uh, I mean, if you think about the best location, Destiny One. I don't know. My favorite was probably. <clears throat> Maybe that Dreadnought, I guess, because it was so different. Yeah. But you know what else Dreaming I like City about the Dreaming City? The other thing I like about it is you can't actually comfortably explore all of it. And I'm talking about Hell no. I'm talking about what's available right now because different sections have higher level enemies than other sections. And there's there's one section, one or two sections in particular that I mean, if you're not probably where i'm at now in my light level you're not even going to be able to do damage you're, you're going to see a lot of question marks let's just say I, that I, I walked into a lost sector a couple of days ago 
I was I was a little bit under, underpowered. I know what you're talking about. I go in there with my friend, and then <laughs> I go in first. I get shot. I'm like, well, I'm dead. Walk out. He's like, what? Get the fuck out of here now. Get out. Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You. You. Yeah. The, one of the bounties wants you to go into said law sector, and I did the same thing. I had to wait until I leveled up because it was just all question marks. You. Yeah. They were just. Which is a fun thing to see because we saw that in Destiny One, yeah. right? Like yep. if you it, Destiny One had that, if you went into certain areas, you'd see enemies with question marks and be like, "Oh, immune, 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 immune." Uh, I I'm <laughs> obviously in the wrong neighborhood. I need to turn around. I'm sorry. I didn't mean any disrespect. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go get good, and then I'll come back and we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> I, I remember that during oh, during the House isn't... of Wolves. <laughs> During the House of Wolves expansion, when uh, the first wolf dropped down, and I'm seeing two guys killing them, I'm like, "All right, I'm going to join them." I'm not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing anything like, at nope. all. Walk in, but but oh, this, but this the last city. Sorry, but God. because I was there, I was getting the chests. So oh, I was nice. joining a bunch of people that were at level and they were doing stuff, and I was just like there pretending. They were probably like, "Who's this blueberry new?" Yeah. <laughs> He's not doing anything. Get out of here. And yes. I was getting just a free chest. You know, that was the mooch. thing. <laughs> Mooching. Yeah, and then eventually I became the guy killing everything. I make fun of other people. There you go. That's the cycle. Man, no, and there's so much we talked about and there's, there's still so much more. It's, it's, it's impossible was, to get there everything. There was, uh, and there, there's such an influx of new players too. So, I mean, there was, there was like on Tuesday and Wednesday, I could not do one public event on heroic i couldn't because they would melt PS4. the boss ps4 the, uh yeah all the blueberries would melt the boss because they didn't know what a public event even was you know? it, was, it was it was it was free for a couple like, of days so. you, you couldn't even do a heroic public event in the first couple of days you know there's too many people <laughs> well, trying even, to figure even, it out yeah, even on pc yeah like even like the, the old public events had a my friend kane's there was uh very <laughs> very adamant and very uh it's a boss. Of, I gotta kill it. <laughs> like, of uh, of voicing his opinion by the blueberries, and he's like, "What the? F- yeah, what are you guys doing? You guys are terrible." Oh, I was too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, he was not happy. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of blueberries who were not very uh, educated on horror public events. And it was very educated. What's a- but that's the cycle you teach them, especially on PC. It's easier. You could just type it in chat. Hey. Do this, to, you know, just type it in real quick and go down. Yeah, know. I wish there was a way to incorporate that on console, but it's just with a controller, it's not feasible. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not Xbox it. tried it years ago with that little text keyboard click on thing that you could snap to the controller, and yep, yep, it, it didn't last very long. It wasn't really, you know, it's kind of like the Connect. It, it, it just, it, it didn't last. You know, I still have, I still have yeah. problems with the the paddles down here. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> I, I love my scuff. My scuff, they're not so the scuff and the elite. The paddles are oriented differently, but I like the scuff. I love, I love the elite controller. I, when I played Xbox, I still have it. It's so good. It's just for me, it felt great. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't used a scuff. I never used a scuff, so I'm not. It feels like, but the elite controller just felt. I have, um, I have the play, the PlayStation uh, scuff, the scuff impact. So mm-hmm. uh, that has the four. It's the, the paddles are pointed straight down on the back of the controller. And uh, it, it works really nicely, actually. Now, the new Scuff controller is coming out called the Vantage, and it has, like, Xbox-oriented joysticks, but it has the PlayStation touchpad in the middle, so it's like a hybrid 
it's weird. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So so I have a question regarding controller. What what configuration are you guys using for Destiny Two now? Uh, uh, keyboard. Well, he's on PC. I'm on PlayStation. <laughs> So me, uh, I don't actually use my scuff anymore. Uh, so I use the default button layout for the PlayStation Four controller. That's it. I use um, Xbox. I use Green Thumb because for a little bit, my Xbox controller didn't work like the melee button didn't work. So I'd use the <laughs> thumbstick for for melee. Um, but as far as like the Elite controller layout for the back the back pads, I think I had like A A back there. Like I, had, I think I had A in my lower right hand, and then I think. B with my top left and an X and Y were like, you know, top left, top right. But I can't remember, honestly. Before I played Destiny, I played a lot of Titanfall and I was a bumper jumper and I got used to that uh, configuration yeah, bumper for jumper. bumper jumper. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I use for Destiny 2. And yeah. uh, I still use it even with new controllers. And it was funny in the beginning of raids because I kept getting paired up with people who were carrying <laughs> other people on the raids and they use a standard configuration. So they they kept saying like use your bumper man use your bumper for the shield on uh, what's his name Atheon and I kept I'm like I'm using the goddamn bumper it's not working yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious the, and, uh, get it to figure out what's something else I will say that. this and I know it triggers a ton of people but I play inverted I've been playing I've been playing aim inverted f- since GoldenEye on sixty four. So, so like airplanes, so like up is yeah, down and down. Yeah, up? yeah, yeah. I've been playing That's inverted. I've been playing inverted since like GoldenEye and Nintendo sixty four days. So it's it's Damn. hard programmed. I mean, the only games that I change it for is a game like Tomb Raider because it's in <laughs> a very zoomed out third person and it works a lot different. But shooters okay. have always been inverted for me. Halo, That's... all the Halos, all the Call of Duties, everything. Interesting. I, I play inverted. So the I only time I played Inverter was Skate or Die, which had a feature called Goofy Foot. Skate or Die? Are you talking about SNES or... Uh... Yeah, SNES. Oh, my God. School. Wow. Actually, <laughs> actually, that, that game goes back when to... I, when I was a kid... Hey, that game goes back to NES, as a matter of fact. Yeah, really back wanna... in my day! You're not, hey, you're not that much Jeez. older than me. I'm 34. You're not that much older than me, so I know those days. So yeah, yeah back in my day, I'll be I'll be talking and shaking my voice one of these days. Yeah, man, waving your cane, feel, waving your cane at people. Had... You kids don't know what grinding destiny is all about. I used to get legendaries <laughs> that decrypted into blues. Yeah. Man, yeah. if I ever feel old, man, I start walking the room with you too. I feel better. Yeah. Oh man, no. <laughs> yeah, one of the days is gonna be like Back to the Future too. What you played that with your hands? Yeah. I know, yeah. Right? yeah. That's yeah, going to be now. You've seen all all the VR tech that's coming out, and I really want to see immersive worlds like Destiny and and the Division. It's going to be like, like the Matrix, dude. We're just going to be like, jack in, you know. Destiny, <laughs> Destiny VR would be, be amazing. Neo, it's cool. Destiny VR would be amazing. Imagine like facing Thrall or those those screebs oh coming God. at you in VR. Oh I'll Jesus! Oh yeah, heart attack pants. inducing situations. I'll man. piss my pants, dude. When I first <laughs> yeah. when I first saw the screeb, I was like, what the. Is that Smeagol? Oh, dude, let's okay. Yeah, before we end the show, we got to talk about Screeves because oh my god, Screeves! No, it's Uh-oh. it's the best name ever for an enemy type, right? But like, we're playing in the blind well, and I'm playing with I, I LFG'd, and we're playing with groups and a bunch of cool guys, and 
this this creep comes up and just gets like a four piece, right? Just freaking <laughs> just like wakes like half of us. Turn you down. And this dude and this dude's like, yo, <laughs> You just got montaged by a Screeb, dude. <laughs> it's like, that Screeb just got a four-piece on you, son. <laughs> so, then it, so then it went off into this conversation about, like, Screeb this and Screeb that. And, like, I was like, dude, Bungie should create an emblem that tracks how many times you get Screebed. <laughs> like, well, That'd be great, dude. Oh, my God. Each time... Each time we we hear going down for scream, my my friend go my friend just goes victory scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, because when you get killed by the popcorn thrall, it was never funny. It pissed you off, but when you get killed by a scream, it's hilarious. Oh my, it's like, annoying. As fuck. It's annoying, but like you laugh right because yeah, it it I don't know why. There's it's something a scream. About it. It's a name. Scream. It, yeah, it must be killed the, by scream. Yeah, because you get screamed. Yeah. <laughs> Killed by its green. Dude, it's the... Well, they jump oh, up and they're God. like... They look gross and they come crawling at you like a xenomorph, yeah, yeah. bro. They come at you like aliens, like a xenomorph, right? In the little tunnel, you know? And they look like a, a big old zit, you know, like this little... And like... and But they jump <laughs> they look, up and they, they jump up and they like hug themselves and then blow! Like, just like... They look like... They look like a big zit with covering zits. That's yeah. what it looks like, honestly. <laughs> You know, I read a book that had a creature similar to that. I don't remember the book right now, but they would come crawling at you, and then they would blow up. Yeah. And when they blow up, that would infect you, and then you would become one of them. Dude, it's like, they they really are. What are you talking about? The explosions, (laughs) dude, the explosions on a Screeb are huge. Went off into a tangent. Like, the AOE AOE on a Screeb is huge. (laughs) It's terrible, man. It's so bad. Yeah. But oh anyways. my god! You, you, I hear it's like the blind way you shouldn't. You know, your focus in front of you. All you hear is guarding down. Like, no oh, shit! Oh, there's a screw there. Down. No, for me, the, what happens to me every time is I'm shooting stuff and I turn around to shoot. And I'm like, oh, screw! <laughs> like I don't even get to say, <laughs> oh shit! It, it blows up in my face right when it's no. too late. I notice. What happens? Know? What happens to me a lot is I, I'm shooting. My friend goes to scream. And I don't process it until like it's too late. I'm like, oh, it's oh shit! Boom! Blah. Yeah, yeah. You turn around, say oh shit, and then you die. It's like it's dad. And then and then you'll you'll turn around and like you'll see like five floating dead go. You know, five floating ghosts because you just <laughs> got a five piece on your whole fucking team. It's like, oh, dude, <laughs> great dude. So contra, when you get through and level up, play the blind well. And actually, you're gonna want to anyway because uh, tier two can give you an extra one of those consumables to get a new super so uh you'll you'll get screamed don't worry <laughs> i will lots lots of times you'll get lots of screamed <laughs> although i figure out that uh, just line them up and use a shotgun and then watch yeah but you don't line up screams not really <laughs> you don't have screams they line you up <laughs> they line, yeah they, <laughs> they line you up until it's perfect and you got a four piece that's the best that's the best line ever you don't line up a scream. It lines you up. <laughs> when we're done here, you got to tweet that, and that'll be the title of that's, episode. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's going to have to be screamed. I should rename it. Yeah. Yes. Just yeah, rename it. And then when when it goes on YouTube, just paste. make sure that this is the title of the episode. Yeah. Screamed, yeah. Don't, you don't line up a scream. The scream lines you up. lines you up. Turn there right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Well anyway, if if it isn't obvious to the listeners and those out there on Twitch, we are having an absolute blast with this expansion so far. Uh raid prep is ongoing. Friday is the raid. I will not be trying for worlds first, 
but uh, me and my team <laughs> will be trying to compete for completing it in the first 24 hours because allegedly there's a emblem to be had if you can complete it in the first 24 hours. So um, we're going to be trying to do that. Uh, shout out to Awoken Queen. She was our guest on our last episode a couple weeks ago. Uh, they graciously, her and her community graciously invited me to be a sixth man on their raid team. Um, as you know from listening, uh, all of us here on the podcast are spread out amongst consoles. Uh, I'm, me and Angel are on PlayStation, uh, Contra is on Xbox, and Jay and Eric are on PC. I believe Eric's, Eric's on PlayStation as well, but I think he's breaking mm-hmm. into PC once he gets it fixed, I know he had some computer issues, but yeah. uh, he kind of bounces between both. But yeah, so um, as much as I would love to raid with this fine group of folks, uh, we're just all spread out, and that's how it is. So got to deal with it, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> 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 I know, right? <laughs> but uh, we are having a blast. Um, I'm looking forward to the evolution of the Dreaming City. Uh, Contra, like I said, you go in as spoiler-free as you can. You won't regret it. And uh, hopefully mm. next week we'll be able to get some more insight on uh, your thoughts from your experience because we love him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll you'll see the difference next week when I come in like, man, that was amazing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I hope that everybody has a good weekend and can enjoy Destiny, you know, this time around and uh, complete everything because – we're going to be unforgiving. Yeah, it's, yeah, we're 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 tearing this DLC wide open. I can, yeah, it's. Whoa! Oh, oh speaking speaking Wait, of hey, Awoken, Awoken Queen, Queen raid. Holy. Oh, hey, we got a kingdom raid for all those mm-hmm. listening in. Wow, thanks for that. Uh, for for those of you that are right watching this on YouTube or listening to this on a podcast, we just got raided by Awoken Queen, which was our guest last week. I wasn't here, so I, I my apologies to you, lady. Uh, hopefully, we'll have you some other time when I'm around, and then it can be, be even funner than you know, I'm the fun guy here. Just yeah, saying. no, Contra, he's a fun guy. <laughs> he really is. No, Con- <laughs> he is. He's Contra, a fun guy group. <laughs> where's all your sound effects, man? Or can you not do it because you're not hosting? Um, I could if I plugged my phone in, but my phone is not plugged in. Well. I guess you'll just have to come more prepared next time, then, won't you? <laughs> I know that you can. If I ever got a C on anything, it would be on this one for being cool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I I gotta say, man, you're gonna you're gonna love you're gonna love it. You're gonna love the Dreaming City. You're gonna love uh, getting prepped for the raid. Even if you don't do the raid for another month, it's still uh, it's poised to be the best raid they've ever done. Even Bungie themselves are ballsy enough to say that we think this raid is going to be a combination of all the best parts of Vault of Glass and Kingsfall combined and had a baby directed by Peter Jackson, you know, and like <laughs> it's, it's, it, and it's going to have the most bosses of any raid ever. That's Wait, did also you just say Peter say. Jackson, like the Transformer the, like, guy? Like the director of uh, no, Lord, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, Michael Bay. Okay, Michael Bay. Okay, I got him confused. Although there are plenty of explosions. I was, was going to be right you there. There are plenty of explosions, so. Scream! Yeah, yeah, those are. Yeah, get, get five piece by a scream, man. Like, For sure. right there. If Michael Bay directs this, you know, the traveler will wake up they and they actually. Say, so, fun like, fact. My name is Traveler Prime. Yeah, yeah, Traveler. 
Fun fact: They uh, Bungie actually hired uh, Michael Bay to work on the explosion effects for the Screebs. Mm-hmm. It's true fact. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Screams. I mean, yeah. he's uh, yeah. the Screebs are out there montaging fools five piece in him. So, <laughs> <laughs> blind well. But, oh, we're gonna have some fun in the blind well. Are you gonna? Deposit it just sounds like a quote, like a quote from from Spaceballs. You know, <laughs> what do you got there? I got the bleeps. I got the creeps, and I got the Screebs. Yeah. What? what? I got what? the Screebs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. The creeps. <laughs> yeah. That's not Mr. Coffee. That's Mr. Radar. This is Mr. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway. Yep. Um, well. Uh, it wouldn't be a podcast with it without me if we don't do at least one Spaceball quote. Yeah. Spaceball is amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time for this week. This week's episode, like Jay said, there's there's so much. Dude. We could just – we could talk. We would love to do a three-hour show like some other uh, shows out there, but um, I just – we can't. <laughs> so I, I'm down to that once maybe, once sometime. I don't know. but We yeah, would definitely want but... all five of us here for that. And, yeah, for uh, sure. We're going to have to plan ahead. That's a big time commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, we have um, – uh, for those listening, uh, we have switched to Wednesdays. We are doing the show on Wednesdays now. You will normally hear and see the show the following day on all of our other platforms. Um, so uh, thanks for being patient with us as we were out this last week. We, of course, were um, enjoying and starting up the new content. That way we could do today's show and give you our first impressions. Uh, next week we'll be able to give you our first impressions on the raid. Um so hopefully we all get to do that. If not, we'll try to keep it as spoiler-friendly as possible. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah. Contra, where can everybody find you? Uh, everybody can find me right here on Wednesdays after 9.30 p.m. Nice. Or if you're <laughs> if you're too lazy to do that, which you shouldn't be too lazy to do that, you can find me at twitter.com slash contrabang, and uh, I'll take you to magical places from there. That's that sounds amazing. I want to go there. Sign me up. <laughs> I'm already signed up. So, yeah. Uh, so, the, the Twitter notifications on. All right, I'm ready. All right, Jay. Where can people find you, man? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch.tv slash Crazy Jay. Usually mornings, Tuesday and Wednesday nights around 11 p.m. Eastern time. So, uh, so you guys there tonight? Question mark? Maybe. Great. Hey, Jay puts on a great stream. Uh, to all those out there listening and everyone in chat, uh, Contra and Jay both actually. Uh, Contra, when do you stream normally? Do you have a normal uh, time? It's usually late. My, right? my my only normal time is 11 p.m. on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, and after they can just join me in, and I, I'll try to give you as much as I can. Uh, you know, I always give more than I receive, and therefore I am out there. Uh, <laughs> but I'll try to stream uh, throughout the week at random intervals, and uh, sometimes I'm just bored or I have a day off, and then you'll see me in the morning with coffee. There you go. And that, 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 get, that get kinds of, gets all kinds of interesting. Nice. Well, yeah, definitely check out those guys' streams. Uh, they put on a great, a great show. Um, <clears throat> my name is The Helmet Fire. You can follow me on Twitter at The Helmet Fire. Um, you can also, uh, if you like what you hear and you like the show, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Travelers PC. The show is every Wednesday evening live streamed on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Travelers Podcast, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, as Contra alluded to. 
Uh, that's every Wednesday now. It used to be Tuesdays, so for all the Tuesday listeners, just switch it to the right of day. You'll be good to go. Um, other than that, you can catch us on all of our other platforms, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube, if you want to catch up on the live video version of that. Um, we want to say thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, we look forward to sharing our uh, impressions with you on Forsaken. We hope all you Guardians out there are having a great time with the expansion like we are. Uh, if you want to uh, ask us any questions or discuss anything with us from uh, all of us here at the show, hit us up on Twitter, Travelers PC. Ask us those questions. We'll be more than happy to talk about them live on the show, get you guys involved in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Um, other than that, uh, we're going to be back next week with Raid Impressions. Definitely tune in for that. And we'll see you all next time right here on Travelers. Travelers.